Red Dice Diaries podcast, a rambling journey through the wonderful world of RPGs by a longtime GM and player. The music at the start of this podcast is Shinigami by Tarek, used under Creative Commons license. This episode of the podcast, I'm going to start off by answering some of the voicemail messages that people have left me. Thank you very much for leaving them for me. I really do enjoy listening to them and some of the ideas they throw up. Apologies, it's taken me a little time to get back to answering them. Real life, you guys know how it goes. So first of all, I'm going to start off with a message from Robert at DM Dad. Hey John, this is Robert from uh, DM Dad. I just listened to your episode about being uh, spoiled by the OSR. Um, I'm the same. Um, the 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 low cost of so many great OSR products means I'm much more likely to look into those. Whereas the big full color hardcover books by the larger producers are usually out of my price range. I have to save up and be really motivated. To, to get into those. Um, another thing though about, about the OSR um, is that there's a kind of a DIY ethic about it. That's kind of like, it's kind of punk rock. It's sort of like when you, you look at that and you're like, you know, I could make something like this too. And it makes you, for me, it inspires me to be a creator in the way that I think like punk rock, you hear that and you're like, I could play those chords too. I could make punk rock where, you know, more elaborate genres, not so much. Yeah, thanks for that, Robert. I entirely agree with what you're saying about OSR having this sort of DIY, sort of almost like punk rocky ethic, this sort of home-brewed feel. It's quite inspirational for people where, as you say, you look at these these books that have been produced and they've been produced by people who maybe don't have the resources of all the larger companies but they have a lot of passion they have a lot of love for the hobby and it's something that's been crafted together not to make them like multi-million mega books just because they love the product and if they make a few quid on top of that absolutely grand it puts me in mind of like the old fanzines you used to get and i'm sure you probably still can get out there somewhere you know little sort of magazine center staple that people had put together based on like music rpgs whatever but they were just put together very simply because the people who did them had something to say they thought they got some interesting views and they wanted to put them out there and create a dialogue with the people involved in creating whatever hobby they enjoyed. And I think that's one of the things I love about the OSR. It has, I suppose, more of a sense of community about it because you find quite a lot of engagement from the, the people who are involved in creating the products. And having that engagement, when you see people who have sort of come from similar backgrounds to yourself they're not sort of massive publishers they're people who had a good idea ran with it produced something that other people found fun they took their feedback got on board and created something great and i think that's really inspirational to those of us who maybe also want to do something like that or think that we also have something to say so thanks again robert couldn't agree more our next message is from Colin at the spike pit in response to the same podcast spoiled by the OSR. Hi John, Colin Spike Pit. I entirely agree wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly with you on the subject of OSRs and purchasing thereof. Uh, I think another thing that uh, you didn't mention um, was the 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 feedback and your sort of um, accessibility 
to the designers with a lot of OSR products. They seem to constantly be monitoring how their um, product is being received. And if you've got rules queries or any sort of input, you know, your feedback always seem to be welcomed and there's a, a proper dialogue. And in some ways, I find it, it, it kind of is like almost how you might interact with a craftsman back in the day, you know, it's bespoke. Yeah, thanks very much for that, Colin. Great message there. And pretty much what I've said, I agree that entirely that OSR writers tend to have a little bit more feedback and accessibility. You can get hold of them a little more easily, especially with social media and things like that nowadays. And it's nice to see that the designers, rather than sort of sitting up there in like an ivory tower and just sort of handing down their pronouncements about what role-playing is and isn't, they're actually listening to their audience, taking their feedback, using it to improve their games, update their content, and they create this whole dialogue between them. It makes it feel more like a community project and that you're actually part of shaping these books, these systems, whatever they are, to improve them in the future. And it can also only be a good thing for the final products as well, since any initial product isn't going to be the finished, polished article. It's always good, in my mind, to have constructive feedback, since it can only help hone a book more and get a better product into the hands of the people who are enjoying it and it might even as with jamming when you have a, a group of people all throwing in ideas you tend to get more than the sum of its parts when you put everything into the melting pot i think the same goes for designing rpgs and stuff like that now i'm no massive expert i've put out a couple of small little products none of them have been really osr so far but even then, sort of having people feedback and give you ideas is a great thing, and it's certainly something I'd like to do more of in the future if and when I put out more products. So thanks very much, Colin. Great message. Couldn't agree more. Finally, we have a message from Darren Green in response to the episode I did about Vampire the Masquerade 5th edition, which I've just actually got a copy of the printed hard copy call book for, thanks to one of my regular players generously purchasing me a copy of it. Thanks very much for that. So without further ado, let's see what Darren has to say. Hi John, Arfed here. Long time listener, first time caller. Uh, I think I might have been the first one to say that, but um I think I lost the, the anchor message that I sent through to someone on that and uh, Jason uh, had a call in the other day so someone beat me to it. Um, I just wanted to call in and say I was interested by your latest uh, vampire episode. Um, I like to hear about the characters that people are, are building. I need some inspiration and I like to get some ideas on character backgrounds and uh, you know their flaws and... Um, different things from the uh, character background point of view so I thought that was quite interesting to listen to that um, I think some other people maybe should call in and give some famous characters they've played I'm sure my brother will be listening and he'll, he might even do an episode on Boney Norak the famous um, but keep up the work great show yeah I think you're absolutely right Darren Hearing about other people's characters is a great source of inspiration. And I'm thinking after listening to your message that I might even try and get in touch with the people who 
I'm in, we're going to be playing other player characters in the V5 game that I'm going to be engaging in shortly. Maybe see if we can do like a quick like Zoom hangout or something like that where we can actually all just chat a bit about our characters and what inspired them. I think that'd be a really cool thing to do. It might help us find out a bit more about our characters, where we're coming from, get a few more ideas rolling, and hopefully it'd be interesting for people to listen to as well. So thanks very much for your message, Darren, and thanks very much to all of you for sending in your messages. So that's it for this episode. If you have any questions or suggestions for things you'd like to see in the podcast in future, please either email them to reddicediaries at gmail.com or drop me a voicemail at Anchor. Until I see you next time, whenever you're playing, take care and enjoy yourself. <laughs>